Tonight on the Oplac Auburn News Overtime Podcast, people are very sad, Adam Cole. Uh, we are in the parking lot after a uh, brutal, devastating, uh, awful, embarrassing, uh, very bad, no good performance uh, for Auburn football against Penn State. Uh, that went as poorly as it could have. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, Brian Harson's seat is, is among the hottest. Tom Green says support local journalism. Thank you very much, Tom. Uh, Adam, uh, it could not have gone worse. Um, this was a game where Auburn entered, and I thought, you know, there's a lot to win, a lot to lose, and even if you did win, uh, you still could lose five games this season. After this, I don't know how they're salvaging this. Um, I'll be shocked, surprised. I'll be the first person, uh, you know, I'll be the first person showering everyone with praise uh, about this amazing turnaround because right now I don't see it happening. Um, Adam, I guess, gut, what was it like watching that today? And uh, what, what, what questions do you have for Auburn football after that? I mean, I think, you know, you're right. Like, it's, it's hard to take away anything positive, anything to build on from that. I think unless Nevada picked off or forced a fumble against Iowa tonight, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Auburn now has, like, the second worst turnover margin in the country. Um, so clearly, like, as much as we've talked about this offense, as much as we've talked about the quarterback play, right. I mean, it shows that they can't be effective on either side of the ball tonight, especially when... Negative eight is garbage. It's, it's incredibly water. terrible. Yeah. Um, but on top of that, you know... Harson doesn't flat out say it, but he kind of alludes to the fact that you know we didn't necessarily we didn't necessarily hold back TJ because of his shoulder. You know, it was a performance thing and or a hot hand thing, I guess, so to speak. But you know, sure. I, I just like I don't know what to take away from this for the sake of the team. I think that where my brain goes is like, you know, how hot is Brian Harson's seat? And right. I, I, you know, it, maybe that feels pretty tired at this point. Sure. Um, cause that's a conversation that I guess has been, you know, around since February, but sure. like if, if, you know, if that conversation is something that he didn't want to, to come up this early, like tonight needed to be right. way more positive. Um, right. even if it was a loss, it needed to be, you know, a lot of people talked about the Jordan hair magic and it, it being a, you know, a close contest. And yeah. it's like, not at all, and and they just they, they looked uninspired in the second half. Yeah, it it just all kind of blew to smithereens. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean my 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 head turns to more so the man in charge and, and how much longer he's here. Right. One of the things I'll look at, I, I think we should look for. To be honest, is is if he fires somebody because he did it last year. He fired uh, Coach Corn after four games. Um, those might have all been even been wins. Uh, but 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 fired fired him and I guess the Georgia State game was a, certainly a pyrrhic victory a moral morale loss. Um, hey man, uh, speaking of Georgia State, uh, I mean this is the thing. This is you know I wrote after that game the secret's out man things aren't going good and uh, here we are you know 365 days later and you know it's they're bad and uh, and it's it was kind of it's pretty easy to see it was extremely easy to spot. I'm not trying to to the horn or whatever but you know when 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 they're in the offseason and people are talking about 10 games it's like with what offense what are you talking about we saw this team do exactly what they did against Houston we saw them get anywhere close to the red zone and fall 
the hell apart. And it's here it is again because they didn't change anything, Adam. They didn't change anything. And 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 Brian seemingly uh, you know, it, it, he had a disastrous offseason with this offense. He tried to hire a coach from Arizona State who's who got NCAA sanctions, and that got pulled out from under him. He tried to hire a kid, somebody younger than me, to run his offense who's now doing, like, radio play-by-play for Southern Miss, who's not qualified for this job. So instead he promoted Eric Keesaw, and I wrote this in this uh, column. I mean, listen, man, Eric Keesaw started last season – as an off-field analyst, and now he's your offensive coordinator. Where are the credentials? So why, 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 why would I be surprised? I'm not that this isn't working on offense. So I, I don't know. That was my, and that's what most of my, that was what my entire column today was about was the offense, because that is like, why didn't you change something? Why didn't you bring in help? Why didn't you say, I can't do this. I need help. Um, that doesn't make sense to me, and I look at and people, Auburn fans, love to make a comparison to Nick Saban. They do it all the time. They do. They say, "Oh, you got to do this because this is the way Saban does it." Saban, Nick Saban, is running a pass-first, four-wide receiver spread offense. Who thought would have thought that in two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten, two thousand eight? It's because you know why? It's not because Nick Saban's an offensive innovator. It's because Nick Saban said, "I need help." Nick Saban said, Lane Kiffin, come help me. We're innovating this offense. We have to keep up with the times. Help me. And Brian, conversely, has hired his, his Boise State staffers to be his coordinators. And, and I just wonder, okay, so that hasn't worked. How do you change? What do you change? So I don't know. I don't know. This is me rambling. Uh, but, Adam, I guess what, you know, <laughs> Do you think he could save something by changing course in a major way? Or should he stick to, to this course that he's on? I, that's a really good question. And I think, you know, kind of the other question I ask myself is, uh, you know, with, with these being his guys where he had success at Boise State, and we talked about the two-quarterback system he ran at Boise State, you know, in the first week. And you see some of this stuff that, you know, looks different and and – kind of makes your eyes sparkle a little bit and and I think it's reaching the point where you wonder like okay like was that how much of that was to just kind of you know maybe <laughs> I just keep up appearances make know, it man. make it look a lot better than it was sure. cuz it's you know you're right like at the end of the day like it, it's clearly not you know you barely hung on against San Jose State right and you play top to your power five competition tonight and just falter and um here's the thing adam this team as it stands cannot beat georgia or alabama absolutely and that's a ticking time bomb because as soon as you go what's the number oh and six oh and eight whatever it is if you never beat them you're fired yeah they're just counting down a clock right now right and i think you know i mean to say how big the change needs to be i think that ties back to how hot his seat is and it's saying something because there's already been so many seismic changes. Sure. But, you know, if he's coaching for his job, I would say, yeah. yeah. The changes you need to make probably need to be pretty big. Um, right. Of course, we'll see where those things go. But, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how hard the panic button gets pushed after this week. Adam Cole, in my report card, I gave the offense an F. I gave the defense an F. I gave coaching an F. I gave special teams a C. Uh, everybody else, I'm giving an A. Uh, everyone, the cheerleaders showed up. The fans showed up. 
the marching band stayed. Uh, you can read about it now on OANow.com. Uh, something I'd never seen before uh, when, when everyone else was in the interview room. Uh, Penn State stayed and party, and they had every right to, to stay and party. Um, they, were play, they were playing for their fans in that corner of the stadium. So the Auburn band stayed put. They stayed right where they were. Um, and we've we've kind of we've been told on social media now that that's a rule that the last sound heard in that stadium is is Auburn's band. So every time Penn State played a song, Auburn just stayed put and they played a song of their own. I've never seen that before. Usually they do the alma mater where they sway and then they head out. So they stayed, uh, and so it, it, it the Penn State takeover, which we heard a lot about on Friday night, uh, they did not take over this stadium completely. Uh, because of the marching band. So five stars for them. Uh, everyone, and again, this is what I put on my column, man. And, and you know what? Maybe it won't be a sellout next week against Missouri, but 70,000, 80,000, 80,000 people will be here holding up their end of the deal. So as for as long as everyone else is holding up their end of the deal, the pressure mounts on the weak link. And right now, the football team is the weak link in all this. So the pressure will mount. And I would say, I mean, to go even further into that, yes, the football team is the weak link, but I think at the end of the day, sure, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't think this yeah. is the most talented team Auburn's ever put together. No. But you can't sit here and tell me that this team doesn't have pieces. They have more talent than San Jose State. They have more talent than Georgia State, and they mm-hmm. had poor performances against them. Right, and so I think you look at okay, well, football team's weakest link. Who's weakest link on the football team? <laughs> Well, we'll I'm ju- I'm just saying yeah. I I don't know how much of it goes back to the personnel. Yeah. Um. You know, I think the offensive line tonight, you know, was not a great night. There were spots where it was, there were spots where personnel was not phenomenal. But I think yeah. at the end of the day, I don't know that personnel is where I'm looking when you're talking about weakest links on the football team itself. Sure. So. Hey, it's bad. It's bad. So this is why we we're gonna have uh, bad conversations after bad performances. That's all I got, Adam. Do you got anything else? We've hit ten minutes, which was our goal. <laughs> And the goal. yeah, and we'll so we'll uh, we'll pack it up, and uh, we'll we'll be back out here again, in Missouri, for another another chapter of this saga. So, um, but hey, we'll we'll see how it goes. And as always, you know, sound off with us. Let us know what you're thinking. At the end of the day, hey man, we're just talking. We're just thinking. We're just talking through it. Uh, you know, just like anyone else. So, um, yeah, that'll be it for us. At Oi News Overtime, uh, I'm Justin Lee with Adam Cole. We're gonna go home. <laughs>